This is the Engineering Career Coach Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to helping engineers succeed in work and life. The show is hosted by engineering enthusiast Anthony Fasano and Chris Knutson. Both are professional engineers who found success early in their careers and now work together to help other engineers do the same. Now it's showtime. Hello, this is Anthony Fasano, your host, and this is the show for engineers who want to succeed in both work and life. I have with me today my co-host, Chris Knutson, and we have a pretty cool episode for you today because today we're going to talk about the importance of rituals, specifically morning and evening rituals. And we're actually going to give you some insights onto our own rituals. I'm pretty excited about this because Chris and I listen to a lot of podcasts, we study a lot of successful people, and we know the importance of rituals, and we try to continually improve hours. So we're excited to talk a little bit about that and maybe get some feedback from you and hear about what you're doing. So before we get into the main segment of our show, I do want to take a minute to recognize our sponsor for today's episode. Are you getting ready for the FE exam? If so, I recommend that you check out PPI's full-length online practice exams. Visit ppi2pass.com forward slash coach to get a special 15% off promo code. Again, that's PPI, the number two, pass.com forward slash coach. We'll have more information about PPI's online FE practice exams a little later on in the show. All right, now I'm going to kick it over to Chris. Chris, why don't you give us a quote that'll take us right into the main segment of today's episode. We are what we repeatedly do. Excellence, then, is not an act, but a habit. And that one comes at us from Aristotle and is a great segue into the topics we're going to discuss in this episode today. All right, now it's time for the main segment of our show. So today we're really going to discuss the power of morning and evening rituals. Again, the reason we do it is because we we are pretty interested in successful people and how they go throughout their day. Because I'm a believer, and I know Chris is too, is if you find someone that's successful and you can model some of what they do, why not do that? And the reason that we're talking about morning and evening rituals is because a good morning ritual can really start you off on a positive note and really drive your entire day. And that's what I love about putting a lot of effort and a lot of energy into the morning ritual. And then the evening ritual is pretty much just as important because that can really impact the kind of sleep you get and then how productive you are the next morning. So these are things we're going to dive into a bit. And the show notes for today's show will be at engineeringcareercoach.com forward slash rituals. And again, the show notes will contain a summary of any points that Chris and I discussed, as well as links to any of the resources, websites, or books that we'll mention during the show. And again, the show notes will be located at engineeringcareercoach.com forward slash Rituals. And, and before we, we jump into our rituals, I want to just say that for me, the morning and evening ritual has really transformed what I'm able to accomplish during the day. And I think the way that I feel throughout the day. And I know Chris, I'll let him talk about this in a minute. I'm sure he can echo that. But one game changer for me, and I have always had for the last few years some type of morning ritual, but I read a book not too long ago called The Miracle Morning. By Hal Elrod, which is was an amazing book, and we'll link to it in the show notes. I actually heard him on a podcast, and amazing guy. He was in a really really bad accident where he broke pretty much like something like eleven bones in his body, and didn't think he was ever going to really walk. Thought he was going to have brain damage, etc. 
but he came back and he's actually a very successful speaker now. And the book was just amazing on what what it talked about. And I guess I'll give you more of an example when I get into my morning routine in a few minutes, because that's going to really show you what I got out of it. But he just talks about the positivity that that morning routine can really enforce throughout your day and through your interaction with people and through what you accomplish. So those are kind of just thoughts in itself on the morning. And then as far as the evening goes, I also read a book recently. The book is entitled Sleep Smarter, 21 Proven Tips to Sleep Your Way to a Better Body, Better Health, Bigger Success by Sean Stevenson. And really was an eye-opener to me as far as how important your sleep is and some of the things that we do right now that just totally, really, really debilitate the sleep that we're getting and the quality of sleep that you're getting. And that kind of opened me up to the idea of your evening routine and putting yourself in a good space to get sleep at night. And in fact, one of the things I just got around to doing last night was there's a program, and I'll link to it in the show notes. I think it's called F-Lux. It's a free download, I know, for Mac users. And essentially, one of the things that Stevenson says in the book is when you're on your computer late at night, the rays that it emits and your eyes are picking up these rays and the brightness of the light really impacts your ability to sleep at night. So he recommends an hour and a half. You stop working an hour and a half before you go to bed on, on any kind of screen. Or if you have to, he recommends this, this download. And, and I downloaded it last night. And what this program does is it adjusts the brightness of your screen to the time of day in your time zone, like to the brightness outside. So it was, it was amazing. I installed it and all of a sudden my screen is kind of dimming down because it was evening and I did some work last night and it, it was pretty cool. So those are a couple books for me that really have put a lot more emphasis on the, on the morning and evening routine. And what I'll do now is I'll kick it over to Chris. And Chris, why don't you talk a little bit about your view of the, of the morning and evening routine overall and then, and then take us right into kind of your, your evening routine so we could jump right into this. Yeah, certainly, Anthony. So before I jump into my uh, the evening routine, I'll just provide maybe some general comment as well. So I haven't read the uh, Hal Elrod book, although I listened to probably the same podcast. I can't remember if he was on uh, Pat Flynn's podcast or if it was uh, Lewis Howes. But anyway, just an amazing story, and it was really interesting. I guess you know, it hit home for me the 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 power that can come from having routines, and really routines are. For engineers, it should be simple to understand. I mean, a routine is really an a process. I mean, that's all it is. You know, you're, it's a routine. It's something that happens every time. So it's essentially putting in place these processes that ultimately affect our thoughts, which then leads to changes in our feelings and our beliefs, and then ultimately the, uh, the actions that we take. So although I haven't read the book, it's on the list. Um, it's, uh, it, it made an impact for me just from listening to the podcast. And then I guess maybe one, one global thing, and I'll just throw this out. So this is going to be an interesting discussion because I am going to share, like Anthony is going to in this episode, our, our routines that we've got in the evening and in the morning. I'm in the midst of a uh, transition right now, so I'm going to be using input from what it normally is when I'm not in this, in this transition mode. However, I will tell you that even though I'm in a transition mode, 90% well, maybe eighty percent of what what I'm going to cover for you is going to be what I what I do right now today, anyway. So um, that's just another a highlighter because once you get into these routines, Anthony, I don't know if you if you found have found this, but once you get like into one of these routines, like if you miss it like a day, and like heaven forbid you miss it two days, I, I find myself completely getting off my game. I don't know. Do you, have you found the same thing? Yeah, it's like coffee, right? 
it's like it becomes a very regular routine because sometimes on the weekend that happens to me where I don't maybe get up as early and the kids are running around and I don't really go through the, the whole routine in the morning and then I kind of feel off for the day. So I, I definitely feel that. And, and the night one too, I'm noticing too, because if the night one gets thrown off and I don't get to sleep on time and I don't have a good rest, then it affects my, my morning and essentially the next day. So I, that's why I think they're critical. I've found for myself, the evening one is really just like you said, it's the most important one. If I, in fact, I had a, I had a day earlier this week that I, I got to bed later than I wanted to. And I just, I wasn't firing on all cylinders the next day. So pretty interesting. And I share some information a bit later on here, I think, especially in the morning routine, I'll, I'll share it, talk about like circadian rhythm and how all this plays into that. And then we'll, we'll share some of the, some of this information in the show notes, but let me step into my evening routine and you know, for me, it starts about five thirty. So let's just say right now I've got I've got a a full up day job, just like uh, just like most of the listeners that are out there probably. So you know, about five five thirty in the afternoon is kind of the traditional transition from your day job to not being at your day job. And so what my the way I'll break this down is I kind of look at it from like a five thirty to nine p.m. area, and in that it is, and this is going to vary over the course of a week. Uh, because I happen to have two two kids, we've got some family time in there. In my household, my my wife and I have had made a commitment that we, as a family, would have dinner together every night, and so uh, that that has become really a it's really a bookend to our day. So so every day when we're together, we have dinner. It's just that's the way it is, and it's uh, become a great a great kind of a bookend to uh, to each of our days. So we've got some family time in there. There'd be dinner as a family, and then like most families, you know, our kids have activities. So it just kind of depends during the course of the week. The actual timing for when things occur will adjust based off of what the uh, what the activities are for the kids. So we'll step into that. But generally speaking, if you know that may run to about nine p.m. But then I've got for like my evening workflow, I, I sort of run through like an eight thirty to nine thirty p.m. phase. I'm in. I'm doing reading, maybe working on on blogs, working on scripts for the uh, podcast or, or something along those lines. So it's going to really be working on this uh, the you know, material that's associated with the engineer career coach. I'm going to look at be evaluating what's going to be going on in my day the next day, and and like I said, I got some reading going on in there as well. And then about nine o'clock or so, I've, I've kind of I started this about a month and a half ago, and it has. I don't know if it's <laughs> honestly. I've got to do some research on this. I don't know if it's psychological or if it's actually having an effect on me. But I started drinking tea, and I, I think I noticed Anthony, you, you do the same thing in your routine. So I don't I don't know if this is psychological or what it is, but I kind of go through. I usually have a couple cups. One's a cam- chamomile, and then I kind of go into a some kind of sleepy time herbal. I'll actually share the share the names in the in the show notes. But but I'll have a couple cups of tea while I'm reading, and then. Uh, my lights lights are out at uh, ten o'clock, and uh, maybe no later than ten thirty. And I've found that if I go much beyond ten thirty, hitting the sheets the next day, I have a hard time uh, running it the next day. One of the things I'm trying to work into this, and I've been hit and miss. I, I had some vacation here a couple of weeks ago, and it totally threw me off because I missed it every single day. Um, but I'm I'm in the midst right now of trying to trying to get up to a, a fifteen minute session of meditation in the evening. And uh, before I went on this uh, holiday earlier here a couple of weeks ago, I was doing the five minutes a uh, an evening. I had been successful in making that happen about a month in a row. 
but I've, I've fallen off the wagon on that. I've got, to, I've got to get myself back into that routine again. But, but this is again the, this whole concept of this of this evening meditation has come in from a lot of different material that I've read on the benefits that can be gained mentally from uh, from you know doing this meditation not only in the morning but doing like an afternoon or an evening session as well. So this this twice a twice a day meditation routine. Yeah, that's what my evening looks like. How about yours? What's your look like? Chris, before I jump into mine, is your meditation, is that typically done, I guess, towards the bedtime or what, what time is that? What I was implementing, it was not almost immediately after I like got back to the house in the afternoon. So like before we went off, before, before family time started or dinner or any of the activities with the kids, I'd sit down and, and carve out this five minute, you know, starting off with five minutes, but this five minute period, wanted to get to 15 minutes. I, I just think that that was, that was going to be like a good mental segue. You know, I've read some material and I've talked with, I've got a friend of mine, she's a practitioner of the mindfulness based stress reduction course. And she's told me, nah, you know, you should really consider doing it like right before you go to bed. You know, as we talk through these evening routines, I think what she was trying to get at is it's a great way to start getting, you know, really take your brain from activities of the day to transition yourself into sleep. So I, I haven't, I haven't done that. I was using it as a, as a nice segue between like my day activities and then my evening activities. Okay. No, cause I, I heard that as well about right before bedtime. That's why I was asking and I try to do that sometimes, but I'll jump into mine and I won't spend a lot of time on my evening routine cause it's very similar to Chris's actually. I have around five o'clock to eight thirty family time. I try to keep like the phones off, you know, keep the screens off and stuff like that. We maybe do some gardening outside. The kids obviously get washed up. We do some reading with them. And we, we too try to really focus on having the dinner every night together. So if the kids have soccer or something, we just shuffle our dinner time around it. We could eat at five, we could eat at six, we could eat at 6.30. It really just depends on what's going on with the kids. Then 8.30 to 9.30, I do do some work stuff as well. And the main point of it is really to try to focus on what my to-dos are for the next day because I want to be able to wake up early and start working and I want to know exactly what I need to hit the next day. So that's an important thing for me to do in the evening. Then around 9.30 to around 10 or so, I will also have tea. I'm a huge tea person. I, I spend too much time at Tivana and probably spend too much money there too, but I found a really great tea there called Monkey Picked Oolong, which I really, really like a lot. We can link to that in the show notes, but essentially it's the leaves and, and you just make the tea. It's, it's really good. So I do enjoy having that every evening at that time and I'll just hang out, you know, whatever with my wife or do some reading, some personal development type of reading. And then I'll get into uh, the 10 to 11 o'clock time is really fiction reading. I like to do some fiction reading to kind of calm me down a bit. And the one I'm reading right now, uh, it's called The Light Between the Oceans. Unfortunately, it's pushing me into too late into the night because it's such a good book. So I got to get back on track, but, and then maybe some journaling. Sometimes I'll just reflect on the day and see if there's anything I would have liked to improve or would have liked to done better and then try to hit bed at 10, 30, 11 o'clock. So, so that's kind of my evening routine. Been working pretty well. This book, Sleep Smarter, has been really helpful for me, giving me some tips to sleep a lot better. That F Lux program has been very helpful. And also one thing that was really brilliant in the book was basically essentially your body wants to be cool in the evening. So I used to be the one to wear like a sweatshirt or something and get, especially in the winter and get layered up for bed. And this guy goes through the whole medical terminology of why your body really wants to be cold in the evening. And so I've been 
maybe just wearing a short sleeve shirt or something now. And a little thing like that has been, has a big change on, on the way you sleep. So I'm continually to work on that, but that's my evening routine. So let's jump into morning routine. And what I would say about the, the morning routine overall is that it just starts your day. I mean, that's the first, the first thing to think about is how do you want to start your day? And hopefully these, these morning routines that we share with you can give you some insight and maybe help you to add some things to your morning that'll improve it. Or you know, you can comment to us and let us know what you do, and maybe we can find some stuff that we can use. So, Chris, why don't you go ahead with your uh, morning routine? The morning routine for me, Anthony, was something that I, I focused on first. This evening routine has really been something that's I've sort of fallen into by default. It wasn't anything that I planned. The morning routine was one that I that I did plan, and I've been tinkering with it for for the last number of years. Just from again from reading reading different books, listening to podcasts discussions you and I have had, talks I've had with my sister, who's into yoga and meditation and all these things. So that's all helped me, uh, helped me kind of put this together. But, but in general, I'm up about five, between five and 5.30 in the morning. And uh, one of the first things that I do after I get up in the morning, and I actually picked it up, I want to say, I think I picked it up from, from listening to a podcast with the uh, guy who wrote the, uh, the book that you read on sleep. I can't what's his name. Sean Stevenson. Yeah, he's on Pat Flynn's podcast. You probably heard him there. Yeah, that's where it's at. So he he had a thing in there, and I, I did some research on this and bought into it. You know, like one of the so like literally as soon as I as soon as I get out of the rack in the morning, I down about a liter of water. It kind of just helps to flush myself out, and I kind of it's it, I get really kind of a physically a, the physical sensation is pretty interesting. I just can kind of feel it like getting my body all woken up, and then I go right from right from that into a meditation. I have a meditation cushion. It's been pretty cool here in the St. Louis area in the morning. So we've got a uh, kind of nice little gas fireplace in the house. And I kind of go downstairs and fire that thing up, uh, literally, and then uh, sit, sit on the cushion for, for 15 minutes of a uh, of meditation, which has been, for me now, has been something that I've done almost, I think I've missed one day in the last six months. So it's been uh, something I've been doing for, for quite a while. I'll do that meditation and then uh, get myself ready and head off to the Y for some PT, physical training, physical exercise. And then once that's, once that's out of the way, then it's back to the house, you know, getting kids ready to, go to, ready to go to school, getting myself ready to go to, the, uh, go to work, breakfast. And the, uh, on the topic of breakfast, it's something that I, I didn't do for the longest time. I, I literally, I wouldn't, I wouldn't eat breakfast. First time I'd eat would be uh, would be lunch, but again I've I've read quite a bit of material on on this and I'm back into back into the breakfast kick. I eat a uh, eat a pretty much it's eggs of some type and uh, some fruit and usually some spinach and that's that's the morning uh, the morning fuel that I've thrown into my body. I really focus on the high quality food piece of it as well because I think that has a lot to play. It plays a huge role in energy modulation through the entire day. At least I found it for myself to be that way. And I think if you are into this, into this type of information on you know, optimizing yourself for performance, you're going to find that the higher the quality of the food, it's sort of like putting, you know, putting the high octane unleaded in your car, the better the fuel quality, the better the energy output you're going to get. So I've been focusing on that. And then about eight in the morning or so, it's, I'm working it. That's the situation that I've been in better part of my adult working life at the office by eight, making things happen. So that's the morning routine. And I, I think, Anthony, you're probably going to touch on this as well, but 
I want to talk on this because I, I mentioned this whole circadian rhythm thing, and that really gets into talking about energy states that each of us has individually through an entire day period. You know, I found that after that morning routine, it, it has become really a, an anchor point for me in, in my performance for the entire day. But as I come out of my that morning routine, which is really from you know about five five thirty in the morning till eight, that's pretty much locked for me. But then after I get out of that in my morning, I found that if that's where I've got to do my creative activities or tasks that require me to have to use my brain. I'm most on in the morning for those activities, and then in the afternoon, uh, that's where I, I put my routine tasks or phone calls or meetings or any other type of uh, low cranial energy type of tasks that I've got to do. I just found for myself that I've got to do it that way. If I don't, it doesn't mean that I can't be creative in the afternoon, but I seem to fire on all my cylinders first thing in the morning. That's what the morning routine, I guess, and really kind of how I run my, you know, how I run my day for my energy states. A couple of things I'm trying to get changed in, and I'd be interested to hear people's inputs on this as well. I think you're going to touch on this, but you know, I've read and, and heard that doing reading and like personal journey, journaling, that type of uh, activity in the morning is really beneficial. What have you found on that? It's really beneficial. And actually, I'll, I'll jump into my morning routine right now because I think I'll cover these aspects in it. And again, my morning routine really changed a few months ago when I read The Miracle Morning. I, I had a routine that definitely had some meditation and stuff in, in the morning, but not the way that I, I do it now. So basically what I do is I wake up at five in the morning. I too have some water right away. I think that's important. I, I've read quite a bit about that. And then at about 10 after five, I get into meditation, which I do for about roughly 10 minutes, depending on the day, depending on how, how it's going, how my brain can slow down, how long it could handle it. But about 10 minutes. And, and I know we talk about meditation a bit, or we have been today, and I've done it in the past. And I know for some people, it sounds like something that's a little bit out of their realm or, you know, I I can't do that, but it's really powerful and it has a lot of really powerful medical benefits that I actually studied when I was rewriting my book, Engineering Your Own Success. And actually, if you go to engineeringcareercoach.com, click on the podcast, the Engineering Career Coach Podcast Session 30, I had Leo Gora on, who's a real personal development guru, and he talked a lot about meditation and how you can do it. He does like an hour every morning, which is pretty intense, but check that out and that'll give you some of the health benefits and some more tips you can do on that. But so so anyway, from 5.10 to 5.20, I'm pretty much doing meditation. Then starting at 5.20 for about 15 minutes, the first thing I do is I, I read over all my goals out loud. This is like something that I implemented, like I said, with the Miracle Morning. It's been a really big, big help for me. So basically, I have all my goals personal and professional, which is about 10 goals typed out on a piece of paper inside of this journal that I have. And every morning I open it up at this time and I read through the goals out loud. And again, what that does, what I found it to do is keep some in your, like in your subconscious, you really have these in your mind. And then throughout the day, they stay with you. So like, you know, like, all right, I got my goal. I got to, I got to focus on my goal. I got to keep moving towards those goals. So that's been very helpful. And then as part of that 15-minute section, I also read a personal development book. And right now, I'm reading the book, Who Are You Becoming? by Jonathan Fanning. And it's a pretty good book. I'm really enjoying it. So that's kind of the 520 to 535 slot. 540, I do Tai Chi for 10 minutes. 
it is technically a martial art, but it's kind of more along the lines of yoga and martial art combined. It's really a lot of movements and body movements. And for me, I had a bad back in the past and I don't anymore, thankfully, because I've been taking a lot of uh, doing a lot of things physically to overcome it in the past about five to 10 years. But the Tai Chi for just 10 minutes a day, I got this one routine I do. It's been tremendous. And what it's really helpful for too, is if you're sitting at a computer all day at your desk on a computer, really helpful because you build up a lot of stress in your shoulders and in your neck and the Tai Chi helps to relieve that. And honestly, as soon as I do that, I am up, I'm ready to go. And then what I do at that point is I have tea that's that's kind of brewing while I'm doing the Tai Chi. And when I'm done with it, I, I pour my tea and then I start to work. And I get one hour of work in where I work on my MITs or my most important tasks that I've identified for that day that I identified them the night before. And then at about 6.50, when that's all done, that's when the kids will come down, they'll wake up, we'll have breakfast. I too have a really good breakfast every day. I do know the importance of that. I have three eggs over easy with some kind of green spinach or collard greens some peppers and an avocado. And that really powers me through the day. And then also I'll, I'll get the gym in that time. So from 6.50 to about 8.30, I'm doing all that stuff. And then it's time to start working. And just to break it down a little bit more, how Elrod in the Miracle Morning, what he, his basically his routine is one hour and he, call, he uses the acronym SAVERS, which is silence, affirmations, visualization, exercise, reading, and then scribing, which is just another word for writing, I guess, so he could get the acronym down. So I've adopted a lot of that, as you can see in mine. So the silence is kind of the meditation part. The goals is kind of the affirmation and the visualization together. And then I do my reading and then I do the, the writing or the journaling and then the exercise. And just doing all those things in the morning has a real cumulative effect. And that's what he talks about. If you do each one for 10 minutes a morning, it's got an amazing effect. I mean, he did it himself. He calculated it out in the book and it really blew my mind because what he said was if you read every day for just 10 minutes, right? Over the course of the year, that's a lot of reading, whether you know it or not. I mean, that's that's like 60 hours or something like that. It's basically, he said, it's enough to read 18 personal development books by just reading 10 minutes a morning. So when you think of it like that and the cumulative impact that it had, it's pretty amazing because I have been able to read some really good books in that time, like To Sleep Smarter. I also read a book called Rich Dad, Poor Dad to try to get a little bit more financially savvy. And that's been an awesome book, all because I'm, I'm taking the time each morning now. So it's been pretty awesome. And, and overall, I agree with Chris 100%. The morning from noon to before is focused on productivity. And the afternoon, I call lazy tasks. That's what I call them. That's what I focus on. Like if it's emails or, you know, kind of, I don't want to say totally mindless stuff, but stuff that I don't need to be super sharp or super focused on. Even like phone calls, I'll schedule some phone calls in the afternoon and stuff like that. But in the morning is the creative, productive time where typically I'm trying to do writing, doing creating of stuff. And if you're an engineer, I would focus my design efforts really in the morning where you got to be sharp and on top of your game. So that's my morning ritual. And that's kind of a, a pretty good summary, I think, of both of our rituals. We really want to get your feedback on the show and the show notes will be at engineeringcareercoach.com forward slash rituals because we want to hear from you. What are you doing? What have you found to be successful, especially as an engineer? What are your morning rituals or evening rituals? What we're going to do now is we're going to jump into the Take Action Today segment of the show where we can talk a little bit more about this, kind of summarize it, but also Chris and I are both going to give you one actionable piece of advice that you can do to start to either implement or improve the routines that you currently have.
Before we do jump in here to these tips, I do want to take a minute just to recognize our sponsor for today's show. When the FE exam transitioned to a discipline-specific computer-based exam last January, PPI developed a learning management system called FEPrep.com. With FEPrep.com, you can create custom quizzes for your FE discipline, build study schedules, practice with flashcards and assessments, and my favorite feature is their online practice exams. PPI's FE practice exams simulate the NCSS FE exam that you'll experience on test day. In addition to mimicking the interface of the FE exam, PPI's practice exam questions accurately represent NCEES questions in level of difficulty, knowledge, area distribution, wording, and format. PPI FE practice exams provide immediate grading, analysis, and reporting of your results. After submitting your practice exam, I love that you can review your responses, the correct answers, and complete solutions to all questions. For 15% off PPI's online FE practice exams, visit ppi2pass.com forward slash coach. Again, that's PPI, the number two, pass.com forward slash coach to find your special promo code. All right, so it's time for the Take Action Today segment of the show. And this is an important segment of the show because I listen to a lot of podcasts. And the one thing I don't like doing is just listening to a podcast and then never taking action on it. But sometimes it's hard to take action because there's so much information in one episode. So what Chris and I really want to focus on with these Take Action Today segments is giving you one thing that you can do to implement some of the stuff that we've talked about today. So Chris, why don't you go ahead here and give the listeners maybe one thing they could do to either add something to their morning routine or do something they can do in the morning or at night that you think would be really have a big impact on them uh, in the near future. So actually what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you guys all one that you can do in the evening and in the morning. And it has nothing to do, quite frankly, with uh, any of the uh, really the individual little items that Anthony and I talked about in the episode. If you don't have a morning routine or an evening routine in place right now that you're, you're sort of just drifting along, the biggest thing that, uh, that I think that you can do that's going to have the greatest effect is, is commit yourself to a specific bedtime each day, Monday through Monday. So every single day, same bedtime, same time, and commit yourself to a time that you're going to get up in the morning and make it early enough so that it's not, you know, like I'm going to be waking up every morning at 8 a.m. or 9 a.m. Because once you do that, you've already lost uh, you know, this period of time that you can do some, some awesome things for yourself. So commit yourself to a, to a bedtime. Commit yourself to a time that you're going to wake up each day. Once you get that into place, then you can start tinkering around with, uh, with your routines in the morning and the evening. I'm going to give you one piece of actionable advice towards the morning routine. Chris just gave you something for the evening. I know I gave you this kind of elaborate 10-minute six segment, this miracle morning routine, which I realize you're not going to just stop listening to this episode and start doing that. But what I will tell you to try to do is try to do this routine, but just try to do it for two minutes for each segment. That's what Hal Elrod says in the book. A lot of people are busy and they can't do an hour. So what that would look like is just get up in the morning, take a glass of water, for just meditate. When I say meditate, just be silent for two minutes. Sit on the couch. Don't say a word for two minutes. The next two minutes Think about what your goals might be. If you have a couple of them and you want, to, you want to say them out loud, that's going to be helpful. The next two minutes, just visualize yourself achieving those goals. That's the visualization portion of it. The next two minutes, read. Just read it. Get a book. I'm sure you got 
personal development books you wanted to get to sitting on your shelf or you can you know get something online. Just read for two minutes. Do some kind of exercise for two minutes. If you can't do anything, just get up and maybe circle your arms or something to get the blood flowing. And then just write for two minutes. Just put a couple thoughts down like either this day, is, I'm going to do these things this day or you know, I'm looking forward to a positive day. And that's it. All that can be done in 12 minutes. And I promise you, it'll transform your life, really. All I'm asking you to do is just to try that for 12 minutes a day for a week. Because, you know, Chris and I both know you can't do anything for a day and expect it to, to stick. You got to do it for a week, like he said, every day for one full week. So those are a couple of things you can try. I mean, obviously, I'll tell you to read The Miracle Morning, but that's not really actionable because it's going to take you a little bit of time and you might not want to just read a book. So that's the actionable piece of advice that I'm going to give you. All right. So with that, I hope you enjoyed the episode. We would absolutely love to hear your feedback, comments, and or questions. You can go to engineeringcareercoach.com forward slash rituals. Again, we'll list all the books and everything we talked about here. We're going to monitor those comments and we will respond if you leave us one. So until next time, please continue to engineer your own success. Thank you for listening to the Engineering Career Coach Podcast. Be sure to visit engineeringcareercoach.com where you can find all past episodes and also download a free three-part video series created specifically for engineers to help you best utilize LinkedIn for networking, improve your communication and speaking skills, and also to help develop your leadership abilities. Now is the time to engineer your own success.